0: Welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. My name is Matt. And I am
1: Courtney.
0: We talk about the do-do's and don't-do's of personalized learning here. And we've been doing this for years and years and years now, Courtney.
1: Multiple. Yeah, there's a plural. (laughs) There is. is. There's a plural. There is. Uh,
0: (laughs) Right around this time of of year, we usually start with a lot of uh, back-to-school stuff.
1: Mm. And
0: uh, this year's going to be a little different than usual, isn't it?
1: Understated, understatement of the year. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, but
0: a lot of the a lot of the things are still going to be the same that we're going to be talking about today. But I think just the emphasis right. is more uh, in front of us now than it has been in the past.
1: Yeah, there are, there's a lot more in front of us, and there are a lot of the issues and problems that were always there are much more visible now.
0: So let's talk about days. let's talk about what those things might be firsthand. Then.
1: Well, I think a big one right now that I am actually seeing um, is the social emotional well being of adults. Mm -hmm. Now we've talked leaders and staff in schools.
0: We've talked about this in years past. Yeah. I wonder why we're talking about it
1: more now. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So. Why uh, it's obviously why now this is more important. Uh, nobody's been in school since March.
1: Yeah, well, and um, we live in the upside down.
0: Yeah, Everybody's do.
1: completely stressed. People are scared. Um, people are overwhelmed. People's jobs have changed overnight. All yeah. of those things.
0: Yeah, I think I think the overwhelmed part. Is one of the biggest ones yeah. that you know. Teachers haven't changed. Administrators haven't changed. We're we're still we're still teachers and administrators, right? But but what how we actually deliver what we're supposed to be doing has completely changed in yeah. in most cases, and right. if if not already, uh, in late August here, it probably will by say late October. Uh, mm-hmm. For some reason, those kids are going to be in and out of school in many different times this year i think just because of the way we just the way things are happening so overwhelmed is i I think a way that we can start talking about
1: yeah and just like exactly what you just said like the uncertainty right like we've been living in this liminal space this uncertain space this gray area since march and living in that space is hard for most people for any amount of time, think about, you know, the last time you were waiting to hear if you had a job or not. Like, mm-hmm. you know, those are incredibly stressful days.
0: Yep, been and That there. might
1: only last, but me too, right? That might only last a week or two, but it feels like you, your world is ending when you don't know if you don't have really strong yep. uh, coping strategies. Even if you do have strong coping strategies, like we all kind of have a breaking point with yeah. ambiguity. Um, and we are well beyond that breaking point for, I'd say, like 99% of people.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would agree. There's, there's yeah. been a lot, of, a lot of changes. And I, I remember when we talked about this back in like uh, late May and early June, as the last school year was ending, we were talking about a lot of preparation for schools and districts to figure out what they were going right. to do in the fall. And a lot of came. A lot of them came up with with different ideas. But thinking back to that time, nobody knew how it was going to work in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I, I I remember reading a lot that it was going to uh, be less prevalent in the summer because you know the sun's just going to burn it out a little bit,
1: right? Like like yeah, a regular didn't, thing. Didn't
0: happen. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It kind of went the opposite, and <laughs> cases went up like crazy. So. So I know know that schools and districts in making their plans had to adjust almost on a daily basis, responding to what was actually happening, which is super stressful Right. when you're, okay, we spent all this time and now this is what we have to respond to. And now the next week, the exact same thing's that. So your plans are changing all the time. So everyone's got plans and they're, you know, honestly, none of them are great. And I think they would all tell you that, that, yeah. It's, it's the best of a bad bunch
1: it is yeah the best of a really difficult situation
0: yeah and and, <sighs> and, I then, s- and
1: then i want you to just think about like the ripple effects right that's just professional life right but then like so like if coronavirus if like anything that happens because of coronavirus is like a little like a pebble dropped into a pond right there's the ripples and then but those pebbles aren't just dropping in professional lives. Those pebbles are also dropping in personal lives for a lot of people. If people have sure. gotten sick, or relatives have gotten sick, um, you know, those pebbles might be dropping in spiritual lives for people, mm-hmm. in like recreational lives. Like those pebbles are dropping everywhere. So just like imagine all of those ripples, right, moving out and colliding with one another, and that's like the typical mental state right now.
0: <laughs> I can see that. I can see yeah. that. I was uh I, I was doing some work with a district earlier today as we spoke yeah. actually and uh we're doing some work and it, it's obviously all by Zoom just like just like we're doing this now and some of the things that came through uh the chat from the teachers were uh questions some some great questions and some questions uh, that kind of stopped me for a second uh, was I don't know how to give instructions to kids about this, mm-hmm. and you know we were a couple hours in at that point and I just read that and felt so bad for this teacher who is clearly just overwhelmed with everything that's happening. Yeah. So afterwards, I talked to uh, one of uh, this teacher's administrators and, and let them know that you know, this is what this teacher was saying in the chat uh, on a private basis, but it, this is not what we're working about today. This is like, this teacher's overwhelmed with responsibilities right now yeah. on how to work with this. And as the administrator gave me some background on this teacher and, and what they'd been doing and what they're doing now, it was, it was clear that it was like, it's, it's nothing about the job. yeah. It's about everything else that's going on that I, I'm so overwhelmed with my life right now that I can't do something as basic yes. as giving directions to kids, yeah. even in a remote way that we've been doing for probably 25, 30 years as a teacher. Right. And I I was so sad and, you know, they're, they're going to take care of it and they're going to talk to them, but this is not a, this is not a typical way of doing things when teachers, super experienced teachers, are having trouble figuring out what to do yeah. with just basic requirements. Right. I think we have to as administrators, as coaches, as teachers, we have to be responsive to that yeah. and be aware that there's a lot more going on than just the learning right now. Yeah. There's just the, the getting through day by day. And I, th- I think that's gonna be super important.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: As as we go ahead.
1: so I had, I've had some, I've had some similar experiences with kind of like those kinds of like super basic level questions that are being presented as like of utmost importance, right? So here's an example, a curriculum leader I was talking with today shared how she's getting these like very um, earnest sounding questions that are like, well, how do I, can I, am I allowed to tie a kid's shoe? you know, like, what if a kid is really upset? Can I not hug them anymore? Like what, you know? And so you all can't see me, but like, I'm doing this thing where like, I'm putting my hands up near my head and like shaking them, like showing like panic level high. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and so like this, they were getting kind of, they were getting panic level high, their curriculum meters. I was talking to them. I just said, you know, okay, take a breath. So like one thing I want and this was in a meeting with other curriculum leaders. So I was, you know, one thing I was saying I was like, I want you all to just remember that um, the adults have social emotional learning, social emotional needs as well, just as much as the learners. And yep. think about what we do know about the learners, right? We know that when a learner is highly activated like that, you can't say anything to them. Nothing you're going to say is going to help them at all. Mm-hmm. They need to calm down <laughs> before there can be any kind of helpful conversation. Right. It's the same with adults. Agreed. It's the same. It doesn't change. So like step one is recognizing like the signs look different in adults for the most part, sometimes <laughs> than it does in children. Right. Like adults in professional setting might not like overturn a desk. Probably won't, but who knows? It's crazy times right now. Like,
0: <laughs> True.
1: So you have to pick up on the subtleties more, but like, so one of those subtleties is what you saw, kind of like this earnest panicky questions about really simple things. Yep. Um, or just kind of like blankness and unresponsiveness, right? That's another sign yep. too. And to recognize it that, that person is overwhelmed. And yeah, as a leader, as a colleague, the first thing to do is just check in with them and say, How are you? Yep. Are you okay? You know, and acknowledge that everything is stressful and let them figure out how to calm down before you have any conversations with them. And then once they are calm, then you can go to that like you're a professional. I trust you. You trust yourself. Yep, we're working in a completely bizarro time. We know that like so the tying a shoe example, right? We know that contact spread is very unlikely. Can you swoop in with a mask on, tie a kid's shoe, wash your hands and be done with it? Absolutely, absolutely you can. If you're comfortable with it. If you're not comfortable with it, you know, then be ready to have an alternative for those kinds of things. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, number one is like acknowledge people's stress and validate it and then either help them calm down or give them the space to regulate
0: yeah i think that's super good advice for these days you know we again we've talked about this in the past but now now it's going to be spreading which mm-hmm. is the worst metaphor there uh, amongst everybody yeah right because everybody is going to feel differently about this sort of thing even the people that have never acted differently before. You know, those ones that they do their job and they do it well and they move on. Uh, It could be anybody these days. And it's something that we all need to look out for and be aware of. And and like you said, just check in and give them some space. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we'll work it all out like we always do. But we can't go right to the, well, get over it really quickly because you have a job to do. That's gonna be the worst thing ever. So, no,
1: no and I think some other just tips, you know, other tips for uh, leaders heading into this year, working with adults and for coaches is um, limit new learning as best as possible. You know, and by that, I mean, like, if you're a coach, now's not the time to swoop in and be like, hey, let's, you know, maybe do this new project together or, hey, I've got this great new, uh, I, no, right you know number one is kind of acknowledging stress and then the other thing that i was talking with a really wise colleague of mine last night about um is that we can't assume our relationships are in the same place that they were when we left in march
0: that is brilliant
1: isn't it brilliant shout out to john armantrout from rsu2 go john Yeah, those were his words. And it's the truest thing. We cannot assume that our relationships with our colleagues are the same as they were when we left in March, which means relationship building is important again, too. And we're telling teachers that for the kids, right? What's the most important thing? Relationship building. Guess what? That's also what's most important for the whole school community and the adults right now, too, is rebuilding those relationships because people are different.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. It has been so long since we've seen a lot of our colleagues yeah. and peers. Yep. And they've been through the same things that we've all been through lately. Mm-hmm. And everybody feels differently about the coronavirus these days. And mm-hmm. you know, we're we're months in at this point, but I think that's a that's a great point to acknowledge that it's gonna take some time to do that again. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. John is so, so smart.
1: He's brilliant. (laughs) He's brilliant. So we should probably wrap up. Before we do that, I actually want to share with you all a resource for supporting um, staff and teachers in education. Uh, This is from a colleague of mine. It's, It's based in Maine here. It is called wellness for educators and kind of their tagline is fill your own cup first so you can fill the cups of others. They have a membership program. Um, I believe it's $25 a year, which is incredibly reasonable, but uh, don't quote me on it. You'll have to go to the website to find out. Where it, and this is for teachers. This is not about how do you teach social emotional learning? How do you teach well being? No, this is how do you take care of yourself? <laughs> um, it's a series of mindfulness, and you know, there's some movement videos, and just uh, so the subscription kind of gets you those kinds of things. They offer professional learning um, about taking care of yourself as a teacher, as an educator. They have a podcast um Oops. and yeah they do <laughs> and it's just wonderful um so the website is wellnessforeducators.com and we'll make sure we put that in the show notes okay. but um it's an excellent resource if you're looking for something to go to right now to help figure out um how you do this
0: that sounds outstanding it is 25 a year as you nice. mentioned at the beginning okay. so good Uh, But yeah, they have a mailing list also. So, Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, all the social media stuff, you can follow them. Uh, That sounds fantastic. It said the the first thing that comes up here, it says fill your own cup first so you can fill the cups of others. Yeah. And I think that is exactly what we're talking about today. Yes. So that sounds great. Uh, Good luck, everybody out there and stay safe and uh, let us know your feedback, of course, but uh, the first part, I think, is just everybody stay safe and hope your kids are safe and uh, uh, do the best you can. That's all That's wear, all you can do these times.
1: And wear a mask. Wear a mask.
0: Wear a mask. You know how many masks I, actually, I own, Courtney? Like 20?
1: I was going to guess 20.
0: <laughs> I have some Red Sox ones, some Patriots ones, some different band ones. Nice. It's yeah, it's all over the place. Maybe
1: someone wanna design a P Learn MC mask. Go for I it. Can't, uh, yeah, go for it. Send us pictures.
0: I was I was actually thinking about this <laughs> since we're about done anyway. I yeah. was thinking about making these and then my next thought was, Well, how the heck am I ever gonna give these out? We don't have conferences anymore. Everything's been canceled. I
1: know, like, you'd have to people would have to order
0: them. We'll have to figure out the swag portion of P Learn MC <laughs> after all these years. We're gonna start with totes, of course. Yeah! (laughs) Okay. And when we start talking about totes, we know we're done. So we will talk to you next week with something else. Yeah,
1: bye-bye.